back to Oppression Obsessions. We're your hosts, Maggie and Dylan. Today we'll be covering the book Barracoon by Zora Neale Hurston. Barracoon is the story of Cujo Lewis, told through the perspective of Zora Neale Hurston. Hurston covers the gruesome history and oppression of blacks while also detailing the ill-fated life of Cujo Lewis. Hurston was a black American author, anthropologist, and filmmaker. She's famous for her collection of novels and stories discussing black oppression and racial struggles in the early 1900s. She was born in 1891 and died due to heart disease in 1960 in the midst of the civil rights movement. This book starts with Lewis's background information of how he was raised in Western Africa and how he had gotten into slavery. This structure of two authors and background information in the beginning provides the audience with multiple points of views and allows clarification. The purpose of Barracoon is to highlight a lost slavery story and bring Cujo's story to light. He suffered a terrible life of injustice. Not only was Cujo locked in a barracoon for three weeks, but throughout his life, he lost many of his loved ones, including his children and his wife, Seely. Now it's time for a questionnaire. What is Cujo's firstborn son's American name? A. Alec B. Jimmy C. Johnny or D. David We'll be back right after the break. If you chose A, Alec, then you would be correct. Next question. What are the names of Cujo's twin great-granddaughters? Is it A, Teresa and Taylor? B, Katie and Kimberly? C, Nancy and Nelda? Or D, Mary and Martha? So, if you chose D, Mary and Martha, you would be correct. Last and final question for now, where was Cujo Lewis born? A, Togo, B, Nigeria, C, Benin, or D, Kano? If you chose C, Benin, you are totally correct. Now it's time for the current connection conversation. You all know what happens in the triple C. Me and Dylan are just going to have a very loose, not scripted conversation about Barracoon and see what type of real life connections we can come up with, whether it be in literature or current events happening around the world today. I personally believe that human trafficking is a good way to relate to Barracoon because the victims of human trafficking usually are paying off some sort of debt to the their sellers or their auctioners, whatever you want to call them, and that's how slavery was. And I totally agree with you, Dylan. Basically, human trafficking is the modern-day slavery. Like, even in India alone, like, tens of thousands of women are being like put into manual labor not even just like human trafficking just like labor in general and that relates to slavery so much like they're being forced to do this and it's just like it's a social norm you know what this also reminds me of maggie what Dylan? 
a Netflix series that's based on a true story called All American, where the main character goes to the same type of social injustices as Cujo, which they both escape, but still have struggles because they're African-American. Oh my god. Yeah, I've never seen All-American personally, but from what you, like, described, I mean, obviously, you can't really compare the two situations because, like, Cujo's situation was obviously most, most, much worse, um, but I can see the similarities between the two because they both faced, like, severe social injustice. Okay, so my initial thoughts on the book, like, when Miss Link was, like, describing it and, like, trying to recommend it to us, I honestly wasn't that interested. Like, I thought I would read, like, Black Like Me or something like that. But, honestly, I'm glad I read Barracoon because I feel like it was an easy read, like, easy to understand, but also because it, like, opened my eyes a little bit more to, like, what slavery had done to people like I didn't really know the extent to which like how bad it was but I like I knew it was bad but I didn't know that they would be locked in a barracoon for three weeks you know like I get what you're saying I also can like better understand what slaves in this time period went through and how like their families struggled and it wasn't just the person being enslaved Honestly, Cujo also opened my eyes to what slavery or, like, what black people had to go through after the Civil War. Like, when he found the settlement of Africa town, um, like, honestly, I'm not saying that I thought slavery and, like, all the segregation ended after the Civil War, but I'm just saying I thought it wasn't that bad. Do you agree? Like, do you see what I'm saying? I agree. I thought that it was, like, very more toned down. I didn't understand the real extent of it all and how much they still went through post-Civil War. Honestly, I would 10 out of 10 recommend this book to others, especially if you want to learn more about post-Civil War segregation. Not only did Cujo help bring certain social issues to light, but it helped me better understand people's relationships and mindsets during this time period. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Honestly, not only was the book itself, like, really wise and worded, like, on such a different level, but Cujo, like, as an individual, I feel like he went through a lot. And for Hurston to bring his story to light, and, like, actually give him justice, like, what he deserved, that is everything. And, like, when he said, when the earth eats, it doesn't give back, like, I feel like Hurston really gave him what he needed, like, actually proved him wrong on that, and that's, like, nice to see. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. Make sure to tune in next week for our thoughts on The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. That's, That's all, folks. And once again, I'd like to give a special shout out to Hannah Montana for doing our transitions for this episode. Make sure to like this podcast, follow us on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, whatever floats your boat.